genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm joined with the other voices on this show. Sean Petit. What up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Veit. hey As a reminder, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. <laughs> if you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to ruin those for you. I'm going to give you uh, timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you may need to skip. Our top story today is Batman the Imposter, number one, by Matt Matson Tomlin, Andrea Sorrentino, and Jordi Belair. What's up, guys? Cheers. We did it. We're here. We did. We're here. For we started week. recording. We've been on this stupid Zoom call for like an hour. Yeah, but it's just an hour later than normal. That's the only reason why you're upset about it. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> normally we only, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> we'll make it, guys. Don't worry. Really... Really making it enticing for the listener. Yeah, hope yeah, you guys right? enjoy. You're really in for a good one, <laughs> listener, who, d- yeah. dead, who decided to give us an hour and a half of their lives. Strap in. This episode is brought to you by Xanax. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was extra, it would have been worse yesterday. I was super sleepy, so I'm glad we did it today. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'll I be can fine. always tell, like, there's like the... There's a certain amount of silence that happens for a number of hours, and then the t- chance of us rescheduling to record goes up like 80%. <laughs> yeah. When the group chat goes like, silent. Yeah. I'm like, what did everyone want to do for picks today? It's just nothing. Not just yeah, we, we have a We have a picks channel in our, in our, in our Discord, and it's like... <laughs> When you don't, when nothing has happened in there for a week, it's like this is bad. And it's yeah. Friday, and it's Friday. It's, it's like Friday, oh, we're gonna record yeah. in four hours, and no one's talked about it's, any. It's books. either that or like some or like Adam going, "Oh, comics came out today." Or yeah, yeah. That's it's like yeah, always me completely forgetting what day it is. Yeah, fuck, it's Friday. Um, you sure you guys want to do this? We called it uh, early this time. Normally, we call it at like. 10 30 so we yeah like we're already on the zoom call yeah. and it's like well fuck y'all want to say gonna, fuck this <laughs> yeah 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 but we you know we we postpone for you guys because we want to give yeah. you that great great product this you know premium but that we're content that, that we we're, yeah. that we yeah, <laughs> that, yes. you know, yeah that's that's what we want to do that's why we're here <laughs> Well, enough complaining about doing the show. That no, we're doing. I love it. I'm awake-ish. Are you? I'm, I'm old now, man. I feel like yeah. Oh man, it's That's, crazy. Yo, I'm so old that I fell asleep watching Halloween how Kills. How old last are night. you? Shut up. But no, I I, I it's indicative of how old you are. <laughs> but me, me talking. Yeah, I was fell watching at like three a.m. and I fell asleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> I started it at like ten thirty, but because that like, is we have way to- too late to start a movie. But it's Halloween Dude, yeah, kills. Get on my level, guys. I don't sleep. My my night starts at ten. Like this yeah, really isn't it, that bad. For yeah. Me. <laughs> Are you yeah, just yeah. perpetually sleepy? My my. I'm, just, I'm. You could say I'm in a mood this evening. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, you were born oh, in this. You were. <laughs> you were born in the sleepy. You merely adopted it. I, 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 I am weed, up. as the kids say. Oh, no. <laughs> Adam is very loud. 
as the kids say. I saw I some it. really good ones like Cypher and Krakoa for that meme. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, they, that, that meme played out fast, but there were some really good ones. The, the internet really ran with that one. Yeah. Oh, good lord. It's incredible. Uh, Harley how, and Ivy got me. Yeah. That one was good. It's incredible how fast memes get ripped through. Yeah. Because I, I don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. It's already about. over. That's what it's I'm done. saying. And it's already gone. And I'll never know. And it's fine. And I'm cool with it. It's just yeah. fucking wild. Uh, I uh, I used to work at Hot Topic. Shocking, I know. Uh, you'll, you'll be surprised. God, I still want a time machine just so I can go back and meet you there. <laughs> Me too, man. Just to see what the deal was. Pull up I feel on like it would my, be incredible. Pull up on my motorcycle, go to work at my Hot Topic. It's just, uh, I was the fucking coolest. Dude, um, although I, I think I think me at that year and you at that year shouldn't be shouldn't have been friends. <laughs> like you don't cross like the streams. Us being friends would have been a bad idea back then. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when I when I worked at Hot Topic was right when memes were new. That's how old I am. And <laughs> Hot Topic thought that they could old. heard of this thing called memes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, but I was I like, it's pronounced meme. Meme. Have you, have you heard of this? <laughs> it's a meme. But they thought they could capitalize off of memes and turn them into t-shirts. But oh, the thing about course. printing t-shirts is that it takes like three or four months to make them and ship yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're stores. so gone by that. So yeah. yeah, so by the time a meme shows up in the store, it's just like, oh, this is trash. This is <laughs> they just <laughs> sent us a bunch of trash with a played out meme on it. <laughs> Dude, oh god, that whole concept is such a. <laughs> don't understand how the internet works mentality it's like yeah we could make money like dude it's already over by the time you thought you could make money off of it yeah exactly the second you had the idea to turn it into a t-shirt it was already dead yeah like you all you may have effectively killed it by doing that (laughs) it was dead before that anyway it's just crazy yeah it's just funny the fact that any executive has heard about it that's how you know it's dead yeah yeah just think like memes like that come up and i'm like yep I've already missed the boat. Like, do you want to explain it to me? No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to know. <laughs> you know, please, you know, a meme don't. is really, really dead when a state representative prints it out and brings it to the to the house floor. <laughs> that's that's when a meme is. I that's think when the you truly meme know. is dead as soon as it gets printed out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, a great right. way as, to put as it. As soon as it's printed, that's that's the dead. <laughs> Doesn't matter of any what meme. form. As soon as it's printed out, <laughs> you know that it's done. <laughs> Why are there so many pages? Oh, it was a gif. Dude, I had someone at work. Oh my god, we had a like higher level s- security person at work one time print out an email and bring it over and ask someone if it was spam. And wow. Our email admin looked at him like he was a fucking idiot. It's like, are you? It like literally is like, hey, can you look at this email? And it's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> All right, Grandpa, you need to teach you me sh- how to. You should go to jail if you print an email, like <laughs> and then give it to somebody else. To, oh and like, God. hey, can you can you look at this email? It's like I don't. None of the information I need to figure out if this is fake or not <laughs> is on this piece of paper. Leave me yeah, the you fuck should, alone. You should drill a hole through that guy's laptop. It's like yeah. it's like Luckily yeah, it doesn't yeah. work for us anymore. It's, it's a uh, it's hyperlinked, and then they have a second email with they have a yeah. Second here's page the here's the hyperlink. Them. that would be fucking funny that would be something i would i also i really want to go back to rj's joke that i don't think either of you caught why is it so many pages it's a gif because it's a flip book oh my god (laughs) i mean that's essentially what a gif is it's a flip book (laughs) it's a digitized flip book yeah Yeah. Uh, or you know 
Just a movie clip. Just a clip. It's just a video clip. No, but like the way a GIF works is it's yeah, a that's true. All right, nerds. So Shut comics up. on this comic <laughs> podcast. Comics, yeah, these are stationary gifts. Yeah, these yeah. are. No, <laughs> oh, <stop laughs> unless, unless you flip through them fast enough, I suppose. Unless you flip through them fast enough, then Batman does some crazy shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I this quit. is what happens when we start at ten, RJ. I'm gonna. This is almost your fault. <laughs> <laughs> for having RJ, a job you motherfucker you, you to quit your job so we can be on track yeah we're, we're crossing into the goofy part of our, our the evening oh yeah the, and it's only getting started baby uh all right <laughs> keep, so keep that heat up <laughs> i have a comic um i've got the Neat. six six sidekicks of trigger keaton number five uh by kyle Sp- uh, kyle starks chris schweizer and Liz Trice Schweizer. That was very difficult to say for some reason. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's the six uh, sidekicks that are all trying to figure out who killed Trigger Keaton. The name kind of says it all. Um, and throughout trying <laughs> right, to figure, yeah, that, the end. That, that's that's my time. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, <laughs> so uh, they they've all kind of assembled together trying to find the murderer for Trigger Keaton. And in the last issue. Um, uh, what was his name? I already forgot his name. Uh, Richard Brannigan was like, oh, I think, I think I know who killed Trigger Keaton. And they like, they got like a note. They're like, meet us here. He's like, oh, okay. So they go to like this, this like random lot on, uh, the film studio. And it looks to be a massive, like Indiana Jones set piece. Cause it's just like weird temples, like inside, like it's like a miniature Egyptian city. Uh, but by miniature, I mean it's still like three stories tall. Um, but it's so, an indoor set, right? Yeah, it's an indoor set for like yeah. an Egyptian city. But it looks like kind of miniaturized. Um, but it's an ambush by all of the stunt people that want to get their like pound of flesh from all the times that Trigger Keaton like beat them up and fucked them over and was just generally a bad person. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. It becomes a giant like war between the stuntmen and all of uh, Trigger Keaton's sidekicks, and it's really fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like they all kind of like start to pop out from the shadows. He's like, "Today the stuntmen get their vengeance." It's just so good and so stupid. Um, so <laughs> I like the idea of a stuntman fight, though. I feel like that would get exciting. No one really ever fast. lands a punch. <laughs> uh, no, they all have to just over overselling each other. Yeah, everything's <laughs> just being oversold. Like, they just yeah. can't help it. <laughs> Uh, it's so good, but um, but yeah, in in true you know fashion of all of these characters, uh, Tad just runs away. Tad's the the one who had the car, uh, Skippy, <laughs> and he's just, they're like, oh, there he goes, he's he's running, and uh, um, a kimono, the uh, the one who's like loyal to Trigger, he decided not to show up because he's like he's pissed off at everybody, um. So the rest of them start fighting, and as they're, like, getting into this giant brawl, they're starting to get, like, overtaken, and then Skippy comes in with the car. <laughs> it's, there's some really good onomatopoeia in this, because he, like, does, like, a like a spinning 360, and he, like, booty bumps them, and that's what the <laughs> panel says. It's like, booty bump! <laughs> I love how Kyle Stark plays uh, with the sound effects. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and then he does his, his uh, uh, what's the word? catchphrase and he's like crank it and they're like oh skippy you came back and he's like skippy's the car my name is tad <laughs> love it and that is rad <laughs> very good very good um crushed it 
then we get a flashback to Komodo, uh, who's like learning with Trigger Keaton, and they're like on a balcony of like a like an old saloon when they're like he's like training him how to be a stuntman, and he's like, ah, oh, geez, geez, the trigger is really high up. I don't know. And he's like, ah, oh, I thought you were tough. Damn boy, there ain't nothing to it. Even a little piece of shit can fall into a toilet, toilet, and then throws him off the roof. Just like God, goddamn, this dude sucks so what a bad. Piece of shit. <laughs> um, but then that's the you know we flash forward back into the present and uh, Komodo is uh, jumping off of one of the Egyptian statues and he just says, "Here comes the shit." And that's his like <laughs> battle cry into the fight. He just he just like stage dives on top of a bunch of people and starts fighting them. Nice, uh, fucking awesome. Um, then we also get so like. Paul Hernandez was uh, the one who's like a nurse and he's just been like a total uh, pacifist this whole time. He's like, I don't really want to fight anyone. I'd really like to not fight if we can if we can help it, you know? So he gets cornered and uh, one of the other dudes is like trapped in a headlock by one of the stuntmen. And then we get his flashback and his flashback is to him being a total fucking badass doing like planking over hot coals with Trigger like putting his feet up on his back. While reading, like, um, while reading High Class Skank. <laughs> of course, everyone's favorite quarterly. Yeah, magazine. High Class Skank quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but like, as he's, like, you know, like, walking around set, he hears, like, help, help, let go of me, like, please don't take me, mister. And he just, like, spinning scissor kicks a dude in the fucking head. And then, like, the little girl's like, oh, jeez, like. You, you, we were just practicing our lines. You really didn't have to crack his skull like an Easter egg. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So then, so we find out that Paul Hernandez is actually a total fucking badass, but has like a ton of guilt from accidentally hurting someone that didn't deserve it. Uh, so he just unleashes the badass on the entire stunt war and uh, manages to get them out of all of it. And it's uh, it's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, and then uh. <laughs> They they managed to like kind of break it up just enough. Uh, oh man, there was <laughs> at one point um, Terry Komodo is is uh, fighting with like the main stuntman, and like they were like trading barbs back and forth. And he's like, "Hey, hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, you've got something in your teeth." He's like, "Oh, what is it? Spinach? I had spinach earlier today." It's like, "No, it's my fist!" And then <laughs> punches him. <laughs> I love how Kyle Stark writes a fight. Yeah, it's so good. The it's, way he lays out a fight is so fun. It's so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, and then, like, to that credit, like, Terry calls off everything. He's just like, all right, like, I've defeated your leader. I'm your leader now. And one of them's like, oh, actually, we, we elect our leaders in bicentennial, uh, or, um, uh, bi- bi- bilineal elections. <laughs> and he's like, uh, as your new leader, the battle is over. Go home. And they're all like, well, yeah, I do have an early call time tomorrow. I should probably get home. And so they just casually end the giant war that they were having. Um, and yeah, so they, they all kind of have like a, that was, that was a great bonding moment, guys. Um, <laughs> and we get Terry Komodo's resume, which is just fucking gold. Every single piece of the, it's, it's too, it's like a, it's like a Hickman data page of jokes. Like it's just two straight pages of him listing off all of his like stunt and choreography experience and it fucking rules. Oh my God. Yeah, there was one that was really good. It was just like Race Car Man 2004. I worked on all the stupid drama baby fights in this one. This flick was boring and stupid. 
not enough race cars or fights, but I guess it got nominated for an Oscar or something. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> they're all written like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, we also find out, like, at the very end, they're like, yeah, I guess we never did figure out who, who killed Trigger. Uh, like, what was the deal with those uh, those Samoans? Like, do we ever ask you about the, those giant Samoans and... Um, uh, what is his name again? I already forgot it. Um, Richard Brannigan's like, ah, shit, I know who killed Trigger. And that's the next issue, is they're gonna go confront the Samoans and, uh, finally oh. solve the mystery. Oh, shit. I'm a, There'll I, probably I, be more fun fights. Yeah, I bet. I feel like it's gonna be, like, a, um, Murder on the Orient Express, where it's, like, actually all of them did. <laughs> In some way or the other. <laughs> like, maybe not even meaning to. <laughs> or you just tripped. Yeah, yeah. It's something it's gonna be something hilarious and stupid and I can't wait. just tripped. Yeah. <laughs> Had a bad trip. Yeah. Fair. So I don't have a good segue, but uh Amazing Spider Man number seventy six came out last week. Two for two on Spider Man's? Yeah, man. Wow. It's it, comes out, good. it comes out three weeks a month now. So that's, get that's ready a for a lot it's of been like that. It's been like that for a hot minute, too. Like it's, it it's used to come out. It used to come out twice a month, I know, for sure. It, they did but. it for three times a little bit during like that Straczynski beginning of the slot. It was coming out like far too frequently. I there feel was like. a, that's I, so much Spider Man. There was a period where they like consolidated symbi- uh, like Web of Spider Man and Peter Parker's Spider Man into Amazing three times a month. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. But this is three times a month plus, like, extra, like, dot beyond issues and a bunch of stuff. And, like, it's going to get wild. Yeah, like, it's just gonna, this might be a tough one to keep up on. I feel like they're trying to get to issue 1,000 as soon as they can. Mm. <laughs> and they've been on that kick for a while. Fuck. Like, just any excuse to just pop out more and more issues so they can get to that Yeah, because they're at 1,077. Like, there's still a, not a small amount of issues away. <laughs> but I feel well, like we give hit it an months. issue 100 like give, you know give it two months <laughs> <laughs> well if you put out one per week uh <laughs> that's yeah. 52 52 issues closer per year yeah, so that's, yep. that's I, so anyway point. uh this is by Zeb Wells Patrick Leeson and uh Marcio Menez and Peter's in a coma it's serious he's not doing too hot <laughs> Not make that joke every time someone's in a cut one. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's too easy. It's low hanging fruit. I will go for it every time. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I love so, this. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, we've got two Spider Mans. We've got Peter Parker, who's Peter Parker. We've got Ben Riley, who's, you know, also Peter Parker, but also a Spider Man. <laughs> Way to just like wrap up all of the 90s in one. Yeah, Senate. nailed it. Man, he had to steal his secret his superhero identity as well as his real identity. Yeah, it sucks. So anyway, so uh, so Ben is is Spider Man, uh, backed by this Beyond Corporation, who bought the copyright to Spider Man that, of course, existed from when uh doc ock was in spider-man's body for a little while there i like that both this run and the last run both started with peter being screwed by something doc ock did (laughs) because in the spencer run it was um uh they 
like do this weird machine that tests for plagiarism on Peter Parker's thesis or like graduate <laughs> thesis and it was written by Doc Ock so it so the supercomputer picked that up and <laughs> told him it was fraudulent so he loses his doctorate or whatever. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Superior Spider Man um, coming back bite him in the ass. So yeah. in, in the in the last issue, Ben and and Peter both show up to a, a, a supervillain disturbance, and Ben has like this souped up like Iron Man suit, and Peter's just in good old fashioned spandex. <laughs> just, yeah. As a result, Peter ends up in the hospital with radiation poisoning. Which we great. were kind of talking about is like number one, how has that never happened before? But number two. <laughs> Like, shouldn't he be a little bit immune to, like, you know, he's got radioactive spider powers, which might not shield him from all radiation, but, like, what the fuck is going on here? I just think that the doctor's freaking out about radiation. Like, yeah, he probably got hit with a decent amount of radiation, but the radiation they're reading off of him, like, he already has a baseline of radioactivity. Yeah, they're, I think they're, that's probably why he wasn't immediately dead. This, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. this patient seems to be full of radiation and spiders. I don't... <laughs> Something yeah, is happening. Yeah. He's eating yeah. way too many spiders when he <laughs> sleeps. <laughs> far, far too many. Uh, I did like this this splash page with him in the coma with all the doctors around him. The the full page where he's talking about the danger. He's got to move, but the danger is inside of him. And he's well, just yeah, because like, he has his sp- out. spidey sense while he's like coding, oh. and it's just bugging out. But he can't go anywhere. But he's tr- he feels bug. like he needs to run. Yikes! <laughs> but it's that's like- good. I, that got me thinking about like how how spider sense works. Like, would spider sense be able to tell him that he's sick? Like, if he had cancer, would his spider sense be like, yo? Based dude, on this, yes. Uh He's lucky he doesn't that, have clinical anxiety. Spidey sense. I mean, I think that's what off. spider sense is. Man, it's it is <laughs> no, not as just, but not nearly as helpful as spider it's not, sense. It's not the fear that like it's something's gonna happen. He at least knows something's happening yeah. with the spider it, but sense. It, it's like it's like spider sense is like anxiety if anxiety was always right. Well it's like yeah, yeah. So, it's it's so, it's, so it's spidey so it's anxiety with validation. Right, right. so it's, it's reaffirming. <laughs> Right? right, so like, if he doesn't have a spidey sense about it, it's probably fine. So it's right, probably exactly. helps his anxiety. Oh man! Because imagine if your wow. anxiety was actually right half the time, yeah, you'd but be like, like, "Oh, cool." Uh, <laughs> I w- I want to argue that my anxiety is right pretty frequently, and that's why I have it. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have validation, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. It's not a superpower. You don't have that Peter Parker Spidey Sense validation, you know, because it's working out real good for him in, over the course of history. <laughs> so, so Ben, Ben, like gets May and uh, and MJ to the hospital by calling them as Peter, which I thought was really fucked up to do. Yeah, it was because yeah, MJ's like, like, like what May do you mean he's in a coma? Knew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not my fucking uh, nephew or grandson, whatever. <laughs> Grandson. <laughs> that's not my baby know. boy. That's not my baby. But yeah, um, and, so, and he's like, yeah, I just spoke to him on the phone. What the fuck do you mean he's in a coma? It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, God. right. And the doctor's um, like, that's not exactly possible. Yeah, maybe it's his brother. And MJ's like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> she yeah. figured she knew exactly what was going on. But Ben, ben does this thing where, like, while like Peter Peter wakes up and he's like lucid for a little while. And he does this thing with Peter where, like, he's trying to get Peter's blessing to be, like, 
kind of Spider-Man Prime, like to take over mm-hmm. the Spider-Man responsibility, and like Peter can jump in every now and again. Well, last issue, Ben was essentially just like, "All right, so this company bought the rights to Spider-Man. I'm gonna be their Spider-Man. You don't really have a fucking choice." <laughs> and yeah, then he said, "Yeah." And now that Peter's like, now that he like. Kind of feels guilty about, you know, Peter dying. He's like going to Peter, he's like, listen, I fucked up. That was pretty, I I was kind of a dick back there. I can't actually do this without you being okay with it. Yeah. But like, you got to think of it like Peter is kind of tortured by the responsibility of Spider-Man. If he can just let someone else be Spider-Man, maybe at and, least like, for a little not bit. Have to worry Yo, about if it. I had a clone that just wanted to do my job and like <laughs> let me cover for them every once in a while, I would love that shit. This like, is yes. just, and that's why none this is of just you the are plot Spider-Man. of multiplicity. That's why you need to with yeah, Michael Keaton. Watch that show with uh, Paul Rudd. When yeah, he... <laughs> was it called like Living with You or Living yeah, with Myself? Like or something? Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. God. It's literally it just, just the plot of that. Reminds me of that. <laughs> going back to like the bed, like they have a couple scenes with the actual doctor where the doctor's talking about like yo bro don't know what's up with you but you definitely should be dead right now so so i <laughs> yeah. think i think his baseline is protecting him but otherwise he would already be dead but i think yeah, there's just a funny like, line you, is there something you want to tell me as to why you're not dead right now yeah it's like are you half ox or something like that <laughs> then they Close. said may after the radiologist to get test results because she just comes in and just starts screaming at everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so then um peter peter de- eventually does give ben his blessing Man, on the whole spider-man scene, thing that scene is so good yeah, it was really good. Him talking to Ben. It's like, o- only someone, like, as good a person as Peter would, like, give them, give Ben his blessing as he's dying. But and also, he, like, like, he knows that Ben is Peter, so he's like, well, I tr- if I'm going to trust anyone, it's myself. That's, and right, that's what but, a lot of this is, right? Yeah. That's So far, that's been the theme. It's like, look, I need to do this just as much as you need to do it, so, like... Yeah, but, like, it's hard for, I mean, at least as me as a re- reader, but, like, it's, I feel like it's, it's hard for the readers to really get behind this since Ben is, like, just going along with this clearly evil organization. Yeah. That well, he's and very clearly caused being all duped. of this. He's being duped by them, for sure. Yeah. And Ben hasn't exactly been the most virtuous of Spider-Men, either. Right, like, he, he was, was a dick last issue. He was Scarlet issue. Spider-Man for a while there. Yeah, that's true. And he was a dick last issue. Like yeah. He, yeah, like that he was out of line, didn't handle it well at all. But uh, when Ben leaves, we find out that Peter can't feel his body. These last and then goes into a seizure. Yeah, these last couple pages where they just the the panel layout is so fucking good. Um, yeah, they keep talking. I'm I'm curious to see how they did this because they. They keep going back to this, like, he's in danger, he can't feel it, my body's trying to, like, run away and shut down from itself because it senses danger. So I'm curious to see, like, how that plays out. Like, maybe, like, if he has, like, some... They go into, like, his coma or something, because it, it seems like he's literally trying to run away from himself. To, to, yeah. Because his body's freaking the fuck out. I think... Because I, he slips back into a coma, too. Yeah. And I, I think that we're going to get a lot of that, like... 
like Peter I- inside of his own hell in his head, like fighting yeah. it out with his own demons. Yeah, I think so too. I think that could be really cool too. Interesting take on the spider sense. Yeah. So then, then Ben Ben goes back to Beyond, and they just like equip him with all of this super duper stuff that's just gonna help him fight those uh, the UFOs. those villains, the UFOs, and he does and makes short work of them. So like we were kind of talking oh. off mic that there's something a bit suspicious about this this whole also, UFOs. I couldn't and quite tell like Beyond does he like thing. kill them? Because like he fucks them up. Yeah. But and, he has yeah. like a special gadget for each one. Yeah, and and, and they were just kind of standing around, so it yeah. kind of feels like uh, and the yeah, leader the corporation really hired su- and the leader seemed really surprised that he was there. Yeah. So yeah, I thought they were fishy to begin with for some reason, just because like he's got like this corporate overlord slash therapist that's like, oh, you got to make your quota. It's like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're gonna create messes for spider-man to clean up to validate their spider-man yeah and ben riley very clearly has no idea yeah because he's probably that's gonna be a big that's not gonna be great because i'm assuming peter wouldn't like that too much right i mean i feel like um it's it's too low-hanging fruit but you know Fuck capitalism. I'm just gonna I, I my my obligatory fuck capitalism for the week. Here it could it take a turn, you know, it is <laughs> it is Zeb well, so it could take it could kind of take us in a direction we're not expecting. Well, I mean I I guarantee you the corporation is evil. In, yeah, we already know the corporation. Well, we already know they're evil. It's not going to pro capitalism is what yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna go that No, that's not what I meant. Well, we already know they're evil because they're buying up all this very suspect you know, scientists and research and stuff. So, like, we already know they're up to some shady shit. So, but yeah, I'm I'm loving this run of Spider Man so far. I yeah. want more of it. It's very good. good. I since I didn't read like most of the other run, it was good to hop back into some Spider Man. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of spiders, I did it. Huzzah! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Look at me go. All right. Um. Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, number two, by Zach Thompson, uh, German Garcia, and Matthew Lopez. I did not get to talk about the first issue of this book, but it is fantastic. And um, so way back when we first started this show, when we were talking about Empire, yes, uh, there's this Empire Avengers mini part that was part of the crossover and i talked about uh, a few of those issues i think and during that run kazar actually died and um so i wasn't expecting that to play into this but it but it does so kazar died and now in this series he's like uh kind of swamp thing for the savage land He's like part of like grew savage back. Something. Yeah, he he he, grew he, back. he died and then came back from like the Savage Land like uh resurrected him. So now and uh his wife also died and now they're so they're both like of the Savage Land and they can feel when things aren't right. Uh and that they can like 
kind of <laughs> animal manpower their way. Like he, I don't know. the The powers just, in this book are crazy because it's like just in the Savage Land, I guess. Though, because I like, is that what gives them their power? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and throughout the book, he he's like becoming different um, animals, and I don't and know dinosaurs, different dinosaurs. Um, so we we kind of learned that someone is implanting uh technology into the savage land and changing the the like ecosystem of of it and we see these like animals that die and their guts kind of form the word polycyon and um so in this issue uh they they're sensing a disturbance in the the forest, and it's like the, there's these tree po- tree people called the boat uh, botor. They live in there, and they're kind of like a different clan of, from the normal residents of the Savage Land. So they they go there, and they kind of get stopped by these these tree people, and um, they're like, uh, well, what you know, we we sense something was wrong. What's happening? And turns out that there's uh, these fish that are dying and trees are like moving around and the uh Kazar kind of puts his face into the water and connects with the fish and he can like sense and take the perspective of the fish it's really nuts and he finds <laughs> out that like the water is really acid someone's dumping like acid and stuff and killing this these wildlife and then um he takes his face out of the water and suddenly it's dark like it wasn't dark when they uh when he put his face down but now there's trees everywhere and there's shadows and um so the forest is upset uh shauna says and like is uh she says it's like furious and it's attacking them um so they're like, well, we're going to have to fight our way out. So what, attack a tree? And uh, <laughs> then the tree lifts up, and they're fucking spiders. They're like... they're like The, the trees are spider legs. Yeah, they're like <laughs> the war elephants from Lord of the Rings, but as Weird. tree spiders. I don't know how many of those I eat in my sleep, and I don't want to know. Got some, got some Land of the Lost vibes. <laughs> Yeah, I just I like how you said a disturbance in the forest. I was like, in this is forest? just Star Wars. <laughs> disturbance in the forest. I said the disturbance in the forest. Yep, in the forest. <laughs> this joke is becoming very forced. Yeah, there it is. Wow. <laughs> we did it. Uh, it's a forced forced joke. <laughs> so he, uh, Kazar punches one of the one of the spider legs and kind of weird wires and stuff come out of it and um starts to eat it which is very strange <laughs> why not he, why not one of the one of the things about that has been set up kind of between this and last issue is that um Kazar coming back alive back alive has kind of uh has changed him not only is he like not only can he sense stuff of the savage land and has all these new powers and stuff, but he also can't really remember things correctly. He like recalls them going to the forest before, but he got the date wrong. And 
He's like having, uh, he's like struggling to keep his memory together. And Shauna knows that. And it, I don't know. It's really interesting. They haven't really revealed what is happening. Um, but so they start fighting uh, these these spiders, and they they also fight like hordes of smaller spiders, and uh, they start eating Kazar alive until um, until their son Matthew uh, he he when they first started fighting the spiders he was like oh they're weak to electricity but no one paid attention to him he's like guys they're they're weak to electricity. Wait, you just listen to me. So he, he grabs an electric <laughs> eel and he just starts whipping it at the spiders and it gets them to back off. And um, we kind of see in the first issue uh, that Matthew has been talking to someone and he's like, oh, my parents don't really understand. You know, you're, you're trying to help the Savage Land. So I think he is... Um, I think he is like kind of being manipulated by the the person uh who are making the polyscions and like changing the savage land um and then kazar goes berserk and he like i don't know he's does it's like this body horror thing where his body starts like morphing and then gets electricity all over it and fucking explodes and nukes the whole nukes all the spiders and like the forest around them and uh the tree people were like well fucking great now now we don't have a forest anymore you asshole <laughs> <laughs> so they, they go leave and they're like really mad um and uh, yeah i don't know what happened but it's it's crazy yeah, so this this whole book, uh, I I haven't read too much Kazar, so I didn't know how much of his powers were already there and how much is new. So you explaining that like him being able to like animal man morph into animals and like have their powers be like I didn't know that wasn't already a thing. Um, but that that clears up a lot because I was like, this is fucking wild, but like it's supposed to be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like the the vibe is fucking chaos and it, it the art is gorgeous too like it's the art super is fucking so good i, I honestly Garcia. can't believe that marvel let zach thompson do this like it's like yeah it's body horror swamp thing animal man meets savage land like it, yeah it kind of feels wild. like marvel ultra mega a little bit mm -hmm. oh totally yeah, yeah it's got that vibe yeah and then the yeah. so the last thing that happens is they find this this glowing blue caterpillar that can talk uh -oh. and they yeah. talk to it and he's like oh I'm a I'm a polycyon um was it uh what does he say oh I'm a polycyon made by uh Domovoy the flesh weaver so that's how we get the name of our I think villain. Um, I don't trust that guy. Yeah, I don't either. You know, he's called the Flesh Weaver, so... He's got flesh in his name. That's never turned out good. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking to this caterpillar, and the caterpillar's like, caterpillar have, has no money. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Or, yeah, caterpillar has no money, no rights. Caterpillar has no way to communicate his problems. I'm a caterpillar. Please help me, as it's, like, dripping and dying. And, Yo, same. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I have Big no moves. money. I have no way to communicate my problems. Please help me. And it so it it like drips and dies onto the ground, and then creates this this map of the Savage Land with its with its puddle body, and it says Domo Domovoy and a huge X. So well, it's gonna I leave them. I yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, well, that's that's something. Well, there he is. Man, <laughs> this have... book sounds like drugs, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this is definitely some psychedelic body definitely horror shit. I'm like, the way you're explaining it, definitely seems like it's got some super strong Animal Man vibes. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely Animal Man Swamp Thing and like all Which of I, that. I love. Those yeah. are great. Yeah, like just being avatars of nature and shit always leads to some pretty cool shit like this. Yeah. No, this book rules. It's, it's great. It really threw me for a loop. I was, I had no idea what to expect. Like, they were like, Kazar series. I was like, I'm down. I love, I love Kazar. <laughs> but, like read it no matter to, what. Oh, yeah. it's good? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a good angle for a character like that. Right. Like, I mean, like, you could go, you know, Conan in Savage Land yeah, and whatever I, and just have him beat up some dinosaurs. Or, I like the Animal Man type. That seems like more. Yeah, know, why would you have fun. him beat up a pachycephalosaurus when you can have him turn into a pachycephalosaurus? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, ah, man. Yeah. Come on. And just beat up robot spiders. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And something that uh, obviously, like, I haven't seen before. And yeah, I don't know, really, really enjoying it. I'm glad that they kind of let uh, Zach Thompson have the creative freedom to do uh, something like this. So... Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Well, I'm going to bring the mood down. <laughs> oh, it's Back. Jeff Lemire book, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. <laughs> Which one? There were a bunch this week. Yeah, there was a bunch this week, and they all did the same thing. They made they made my heart hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this one's Black Hammer Reborn by Jeff Lemire, Caitlin Yarsky, and Dave Stewart. Um, this is where we find out what's going on. Because by way of Colonel Weird. Um, so he kind of just always pop- always clears things up when Colonel Weird pops up. Yeah. I always think of Dr. Weird when you when you talk about <laughs> Colonel Weird from Aqua Team. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck. Um so he shows up to the house of uh this book centers around Lucy, the daughter of Black Hammer, but it is 20 years after Black Hammer proper um, that we know it. So he kind of comes back and he's like, hey, uh, he in his normal Colonel Weird thing, he doesn't respect time boundaries because he's seen it all. So it doesn't know. So he sees like all her kids and is like, oh, you don't have your costume. It's like, what? calls him lightning rod and it's like all right bro well that's happening at some point so like you always get these little little tidbits when he shows around but then he takes um takes uh, the black hammer and is like oh you're gonna need your hammer and she's like uh her whole family's like i thought that was gone and like no shut up not now honey <laughs> like uh colonel was like oh we gotta go and kind of just shows him everything so they go back in time because uh, we've been getting flash forwards and flashbacks. Um, she kind of gets to see everything that's been going on with her family. Like, her 
her daughter has been like out and about and is at parties taking drugs and shit. Um, her son was playing with like a cat and then torturing just, cats then just electrocutes it to death um, with its with yikes. his powers with his that he evidently has powers yeah um, he yeah. sees his husband cheating on her and just see it's like why are you showing me this it's like because they're not perfect but they are yours and you need like just like kind of reminding her like they're still your family even if they're not perfect then it cuts to the the main scene what we've been kind of getting glimpses of is Black Hammer, I know I can't remember her name, but the police officer from the Skulldigger series show up to Doctor Andromeda's lab. Yeah, this is twenty years prior when she was still Black Hammer. This is yeah, this is yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then they've figured out that Doctor Andromeda e- figured out how to bring back the Anti God through the Parazone. That caused all the the that shit caused from everything the original to happen. Black exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Dr. Andromeda's powers are derived from the Parazone, so he's just like, oh, if I bring this guy back, I can control him. And And I can be all-powerful, basically. stupid, stupid little bitch. He became, like, the the Silver Surfer to the Anti-God, basically. He's the the Herald. Um, But then the whole time, she's like, don't make me do this, because, like, I gotta, I can't let you bring back the thing that killed my father. Like, are you crazy? So he ends up, she ends up killing Dr. Andromeda. Um, and then she's like, I want to go home. So she's like reliving all of these memories. <laughs> just the way Colonel Weird, like, I would never want this dude to show up in my life. Because she's like, oh, I just want to go home. And it's like, of course, that is exactly what we do. It's like, Jesus, fuck, dude. Can you not be here on this roller coaster Can ride you that you're not? making me bring on and tell me that's what's going to happen? Like, fuck, man. Um, and then this whole time, there's like a countdown. Uh, everything, it's like, yeah, fifteen years, seconds, fifteen until seconds the end. a day until the end. And then they pop back. Their family's really happy to see her. Um, and then it counts down, and Colonel Weird just liquefies her family, just fucking shoots all of them right in front of him, in front of her. And yep. she asks why, and he's just like, be- because you you told me to. And then she like transforms back into Black Hammer, and basically you saying you told me to, so you would come back, truly come back as Black Hammer, because you have work to do. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> so like yeah, so so somewhere in the future, she gave herself her uh uh tragic re-origin story yeah because she knew that's the only way for that she would truly become black hammer again to stop whatever's coming and colonel weird's the only way to do it like good lord she was already like clearly dealing with a lot of this trauma anyway like her family was clearly on the ropes with a lot of stuff but like the thing that is interesting to me is colonel weird clearly knew her son grown up as lightning rod oh i thought he was talking to the dad when he said you don't have your costume oh maybe he was i was thinking because the kid because the dad was the villain well he was just like a low-level hero but maybe that's that might be who it was no he i thought he was a villain because she like thwarted sorry yeah he's a low-level villain yeah yeah he was like nothing but yeah you're you're probably right that makes a lot more sense I mean, but maybe I'm wrong and you were, you were picking up on something. Maybe. So. I don't know. We'll see. Cause like, yeah, cause the kid did have lightning powers, right? Mm-hmm. So that would make sense. Yeah. And he but seems also, 
Uh, yeah, uh... He, never good he, when kids are torturing animals. Not good. Not never, a good never sign. Never a good sign. That's a yeah, red that's, flag. That's a big old red flag. Because it definitely wasn't accidental. They made that pretty clear. Yeah, that this he was, was torturing not, a cat. Yeah, the face but, that he was making, yeah. Um, but, yeah, also, like, Colonel Weird, he, like, shot them and he was crying, but did he actually kill them or did they disappear to some other did, well, did they pull a final crisis where he got know, zapped into maybe. time or something there's three piles of smoking dust so I'm, it could i don't know yeah they teleport <laughs> off somewhere and then they teleport back a little pile of dust to make you think that they died maybe <laughs> maybe for her sake i hope so because right now it's not looking great because he was crying because he clearly didn't want to but he did it anyway because colonel weird is like all he's just, he's, he's just floating trauma yeah <laughs> it's brutal tortured ghost through time yeah fucking wild all these books the black hammer tie-in books um the main book never ceases to be like incredible with all the other books that they're writing the main book is still so good so i'm happy that they're just gonna kind of do these 12 to 20 issue arcs and just you know give you it in the origins reborn however they want to do it just like give it give it to me put it inject it right into my veins <laughs> so good all right you want to do shout outs shout, shout them out. out shout them out shout out uh my shout out is joker number eight by james tynan the fourth gil march and arif brianto go uh, go she bane i'm just gonna be honest this one's on here because i wanted to talk about how much i want lady Bane to beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't um, so, it doesn't appear it, she'll have any qualms doing that. No. Yeah. You <laughs> have get a type, in RJ. Get in line. We all want her to beat us up. <laughs> Dude. Little, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. She's very she frightening. Bane, she Bane is not fucking around. I don't know what her actual name is. It just vengeance. Bane? vengeance. She said it a bunch of times. I just she wanted vengeance. I didn't realize that's what her name. Yeah, no, her name. She is vengeance. I thought she said uh, like I am vengeance, like how Batman is vengeance. That's yeah, that just seems like it was her like co- nah, like experiment her, name. Her, I didn't realize that that was what they actually called her. I don't know that's if we name. know her. Well, she was born in a tube, right? So. Yeah, she. They we go. We get. This is her origin yeah. story. So basically, she's, she's yeah. Project Vengeance. Therefore, she is Vengeance. <laughs> therefore, that is her name. No, that is not her name. Okay. Oh my God. Well, moving may, on. Well, maybe day. she'll find a name later on. It's like the, <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> All right. She's Bane. Bane Mark Two. Yeah, no, I mean, two. I, I, this is why it's a shout out because it was like this is this is the this is Vengeance's backstory and I I think it's really cool that. Tynan can, I mean, we, we've seen it in the main Batman book with like Miracle Molly and um, mm-hmm. some of the other new characters, but uh, I don't know. If, if anyone else had tried to create someone that for, for 90% of their time when it's female Bane or Lady Bane, <laughs> everyone would have been like, this is dumb. But yeah, shut the, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? At, shut up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But she's, she's great. And, um, She's given, I I mean, it's not a terribly complex motivation, but at least it's s- somewhat of an interesting angle. Like, I like how she's trying to find a more complex motivation. Yes. That's what I thought was really interesting, because she's like, I don't want to just be someone's fucking attack dog, so tell me 
why you hate the Joker so I can just go kill him yeah. for you. So it's I, like, that's kind of cool. I love that because it's like, she wants Gordon to convince her why he he needs to kill the Joker so she'll, yeah. uh, you know, because she'll do it. Because she was programmed to do it so she just wants to do it for an actual reason, yeah. other than she was programmed to, which I and, you know, and that's she legit. she has to do it because otherwise it's just this looming thing in the back of her brain that she can never get rid of. So she's like, I have Correct. to kill him. Like that, that that's Joker's got to die. He's got to die. That's yeah. not an option. But at least I can do it for a good reason, not because I was mm-hmm. made to do it. Yeah, like, and then the, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fucking cool. I really liked that. Was a yeah, definitely. It's crazy how he's taken offshoots of extremely prominent Batman characters and made these very unique and new yeah. characters that are very similar to a lot of them. Cause like, you know, the, we had like the gardener and like miracle Molly, all these they're similar to characters that we know, but they're unique enough that the world just seems so much bigger now after he's, you know, it's changed after his run and yeah. the end of King's run. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's great. It's yeah, like and Ghostmaker, like all all of these yeah. characters. It's it's so cool to see what he's done, and um, he I don't know he he just comes up with um, such good angles to make them actually interesting, and I I really right. hope that uh, the people kind of who get put in charge of the sandbox next don't let them fall by the wayside and realize how much potential that these characters have. Because um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a shame to kind of just let them fall into obscurity. But, yeah, because uh, whoever's taking over the Joker book and, you know, we already know who's taking over Batman, it's Williamson, so whoever's doing Joker after this, clearly it's going to either maybe end or they're going to kind of continue with some of this stuff. Yeah. But no, it, it continues to be great. It's why we're still having it on the show eight issues later. Yeah. <laughs> still surprising every time, always finding new, interesting uh, ways to drive the narrative. So. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to say that The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is back. So this is oh. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina number nine. This is... Uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and Robert Hack. This book is great. I'm glad that the Netflix series is over so that this book could come back. <laughs> I just figured you kind of made some deal with some demon somewhere. I mean, there, there is also <laughs> to that, bring the book yes, back. <laughs> it worked. It did. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so the basic gist of this is. Uh, Sabrina used magic to bring her boyfriend Harvey back to life. And he's not really back to life. He's actually being inhabited by Sabrina's father's soul. Gross. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that is uh, something. So, so yeah. That's so, a terrible idea and also probably an 80s sitcom somewhere. so yeah so edward spellman is now in a teenage body doing teenage things (laughs) and also like summoning devils and then like you know as the book describes it doing the making the beast with two backs with it (laughs) nice yeah and depending on the demon could be three backs could be (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a there's a lot of weird demon hanky panky going on in this book and all right 
Yeah. It's cool as shit. Way cooler than the show, honestly. Sabrina's dad's fucking some demons. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Sabrina Sabrina finds out that b- because she brought Harvey back to life, she has to, like, set the, the, the scales right with oh, yeah. another human life. So she decides to go and kill... Um, Richard Speck. Yeah, Richard Speck. Which I also didn't realize this was like this takes place at a certain time period, but like that's hilarious. It's great. <laughs> like- and then she goes to kill she she takes a bus all the way to Chicago just so she could like put a charm on a prison guard and sneak in as an FBI agent to interview him and then finds out that it's just been a demon controlling him this whole time. <laughs> of course. So Which now honestly- she's like that that makes sense. That tracks. Richard Speck being possessed by a demon is very that I very believable. Yeah. <laughs> so so now she has beef with this like Richard Speck demon. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and her her plan is blown because she's like, "Well, this guy's innocent." Then, oh man, now who am I gonna kill? <laughs> yeah, and it's like as as much as as the the Netflix show was was fun and refreshing in the way of just like how dark and how satanic it let itself get. This book is like that turned all the way up. Yeah. It was, it's been that turned up from day one. Like, yeah. and so, yeah. <laughs> so point yeah, of fact, there's... there were no, there were no serial killer cameos in the TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I've got a shout. Um, just for posterity's sake, I gotta gotta mention Superman and the Authority number four by Grant Morrison, Michael Jannon, and Jordi Belair. Uh, it's fucking great. It's the end of the miniseries. Uh, it's a blast. It's just Manchester Black fighting Nazis and just everybody's queer as fuck and they're having like battles and being like, oh, you're gay too? I'm gay too. This is fucking, this is rad. Like, it's just a bunch of that and it's awesome. And I love it. Uh, there's a uh, really good part with uh, like... Uh, ultra humanoid is in Solomon Grundy's body and he thinks he's slick and he's going to take Superman's body and like, you know, rule everything. And Lois just fucking shoots him in the face and they just steal his brain. <laughs> just like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this book's pretty fucking wild. It's, I mean, of course it is. It's great Morrison, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, I am, I'm, I'm glossied over a lot, but it is spectacular. I love it. Um, but yeah, so it, it essentially just ends with them, uh, you know, he's like, hey, I got the gang all together, uh, we're going to War World. And so this has kind of just been a prequel for Action Comics 1036, uh, the, act, the the Superman book that RJ's been talking about uh, by Philip Kennedy Johnson. So It's just uh, crazy, just because, like, the way the book was set up and, like, the style, I, I thought this book was, like, 100 years later. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, that's yeah, how it because, felt. Oh, yeah, because... I also like we were kind of talking about this off mic and like the Superman's art design uh, leads you to believe that he's older because he's kind of wearing the kingdom come outfit and he's got gray hair. But uh, also I think part of why it feels like it's in the future is because it's Grant Morrison and it's going at a million miles an hour. Like it's just it's going so much faster than any other book because it's just it can, you know, (laughs) like I feel like that probably has something to do with it. But Yeah, I guess this is our lead-in. Now we know the players that are going to War World. Hell yeah. Sweet. Yep. So, top story. Got some fake-ass Batmans. <laughs> fake-ass <laughs> Batmans. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> it, it's it's interesting because we, we, we talked about Spider-Man 
and how you know there's like oh, two yeah. Spider-Mans, and there's like a. It's kind of the same thing, only more evil. Yeah, yeah, way, a lot more murder more in this one, but also probably evil corporations to blame. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely yep. some shady money shit going on. Anyway. Also coerced therapy. They're kind of the same book, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This book. This book is what if? What if a therapist basically held Bruce Wade at gunpoint and forced him to work his shit out? Yeah. Men. Men will literally <laughs> dress up in a bat costume and get punched by supervillains before going to therapy. Literally. Well, at least, literally. At least this man. <laughs> All yeah, men. but I mean, like dressing up like a bat and beating up bad guys. That's one thing. This involves. Calling someone on a phone and making an appointment. <laughs> Fair. Point. That is very That's difficult. Um, well, or in his case, just crashing through your therapist's window is also an option, evidently. So yeah, this book starts with uh, Leslie Thompson just minding her own fucking business in her house, and Batman slash Bruce Wayne just crashes through the window, dying. And she uh, she patches his ass up and goes, uh, holy shit, you're Bruce Wayne. Um when he wakes up she's like okay um convince me why i shouldn't call the cops and put you in arkham forever and, uh, and then he slips yeah. her 100 <laughs> <laughs> just just 100 yeah feel like feel like that blackmail could have gotten slips a lot her more another 100 just <laughs> <laughs> what about now keeps, and like what if i gave you 50 motorcycles <laughs> keeps snailing his way there <laughs> How much money out of my wallet will it take for you oh, to not? Oh, it's in my other bat suit. I'll be right back. <laughs> I don't have any yeah, more. So- just tickets. <laughs> just coupons. <laughs> just Chuck like E. This- Cheese tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I have some Bitcoin. Would you like Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> Which are, Bat-coin. let's face it, basically Chuck E. Cheese tickets. <laughs> Hell yeah, they are. Got, I've got a little bit of a Bitcoin. <laughs> Listen, you, you gotta help me out here. Uh, but yeah, no, so uh, she she blackmails him into going to therapy, and she, basically she's like, this is for your own good, Bruce. Like, I'm worried for you. And he's like, yeah, I get that. You should be, probably. Uh, there's a really good line later on where she's like, I'm not, like, sign this contract. He's like, why? And she's like, because it has, now we have patient-doctor confidentiality, so I legally can't tell anyone that you're Batman uh, unless I believe that you are a harm to yourself and others. And he's like, Leslie, that's literally every day. Every day I I am a harm to myself and others. Like, that's never gonna change. (laughs) And it's like, real shit. (laughs) I I can't tell anyone you're Batman, but I will make bad ears at almost everyone that asks about you. <laughs> just Yeah, they go into like why he stumbled in and he just kind of gets to the point where it's just like Yeah, we did this, it was fine. It's like you were hurt and he's like, Did you come here to die or for help? He's like, either would have been fine. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like do you listen to you yourself? Wouldn't have mattered to me if it had been to die, right? Like yeah. what am I gonna care? He said he, you know, <laughs> basically cho- you know, he talks about the vow and everything, and he's just like, You sound fucking crazy. He's like, Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> At least you know it, you know? Yeah. It's- and like I'm not yeah, and then he kind of talks about like he's making a difference or he feels like he is. There's no, no violent crime for the first night in Gotham in 54 years, which is 
crazy <laughs> to think <laughs> about. Um, and that he just figured out like, that's why I'm doing. And this is when they talk, go into, I thought something was interesting. Just talking about what Casey just talked about the contract. They show his signature and it's definitely the signature of a child. Wait, what? Like when you, that's not how an adult signs their name. That looks like a child wrote it. Uh-oh. That stuck me, out to me, me big find, time. Let me find this page. Especially a, a, the, an adult of a billion dollar corporation. Oh man, I have a messy signature. Yeah, gonna... I know, but it's the way it's like off the lines and it's like, it's not, it's not deliberately messy. I thought it was written by a kid. That was the first thought I had. Huh. Interesting. Because like, it almost looks like they don't know how to write cursive. Well, they don't teach it in schools anymore, so, you know. <laughs> It's just sure. a, it's just a bat. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> just Bruce, come on, bro, help me out. Whoopsies. Uh, I'm still trying to find the signature. Y'all go on ahead without it's, me. It's on page like it's like halfway through the book. After some dope ass, it's like two pages. Oh, it's after. not that bad. It's not good. Like I. I, I, think, I, think, I think you're reading too far into it, Sean. It doesn't what? look like a CEO signature necessarily, but it's not. It doesn't look like it's. It doesn't look crayon. like an adult signature, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Someone yeah, who has so, been signing his name professionally or like just in general, because it's not like he didn't have any, you know, upbringing. But I don't know. Just thought it stuck out. Anyway, other half of the book. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the uh, the B plot. The the A plot is um, Detective Wong going to the uh, Wesker building because uh, the CEO of Wesker Industries called her about the Batman problem. Um, the Batman so problem, she, aka he keeps fucking up my shit, and I want to make more money. My money specifically, <laughs> yeah. Who's it? But um, he, you know, totally legis- legitimate businessman, Mister Wesker. Also, um, totally speaking legitimate. of. Speaking of little details, sounds way the, too close to Sackler, in my opinion. The Fair did enough. y'all clock the family portrait in the waiting room? <sighs> yeah, that's what? creepy as. Fuck? Yeah, what's going on with that baby? What is going on with that baby? <laughs> what's going on with that baby? Like, Wait. is that baby Mr. Wesker? Like, what's happening? I don't, I don't understand. Um, baby clock. And, like, the yeah. da- and the dad looks like just a surprise John Bernthal. Oh yeah, that, this looks <laughs> something. This looks like something out of a dossier from Hellboy. Yeah, like something's yeah, going on with that. Something's going on with this fucking yeah, portrait. Yeah, it's it's featured too prominently to not be a thing. To not be something, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so <laughs> basically he's like, "Oh, how are you doing on the Batman problem?" and she's like, "Well, sir, uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss that um, with a You're not a, a police officer, you yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you know, I appreciate that you're a concerned citizen, Mr. Wesker, but I'm not at liberty to discuss an ongoing investigation. He's like, let me explain to you something. Wesker Industries uh, fu- uh, fun- pumps $23 billion into Gotham's economy, which happens to be more than half of the city's annual budget. And just like, he goes all well big businessman. He may as well just said, listen, honey. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It would easier. Yeah, because he says, I'm glad I'm glad you appreciate my concern, detective, but I am not a concerned citizen. I am Gotham. And it's like, okay, listen, listen. Yeah, this no. dude thinks pretty highly of himself. And then she just snaps right back and she's like, oh, I speak for everyone in the department when I say that your reputation as a pillar of the community is unquestionable. So she's kind of like getting a Go dig on him without yourself. Yeah, exactly. Such a weird <laughs> like, oh, you- 
You're a slimy piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's very clear trying to give me a fucking shakedown. But he pretty much says, like, if you're not going to take care of it, I'm going to. I'm going or I'm going to find somebody that will. Such yeah. a weird villain to prop your... Prop, like, the benefactor of Gotham is the ventriloquist? <laughs> oh, is that who fucking Wesker is? Mm, well... Uh, Wesker is Andrew Wesker is the ventriloquist. The oh, that's what the creepy portrait is. There it is. We figured it out. And is that who the weirdo in the elevator was? That's his son, right? I think so. Yeah, because he was like talking to himself. Yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, Let's see might that. be. I did not know ventriloquist's real name, so that's the missing piece of that puzzle. Oh. Uh, you did it. Nailed it. Well, <laughs> but it fucking rules. It's really well. What yeah, I'm on this that- podcast for. <laughs> you are the stats guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you are you are the uh the Ar- info. Arnold Wesker. Oh, sorry, yeah. But yeah, I think that's I think that's who it's I think we we, we connected some dots, guys. We did it. Yes. That's why we yeah, have we this did podcast. It. We did it. <laughs> um but yeah, so she's she's trying to put together the angle of like, okay, who benefits from Batman, you know, who who benefits from him stopping fighting crime? Like let's Let's look at this from a from a economic perspective because I've never looked at it from that way before. And then she gets back to the office and there's a fucking task force that is task very force serious. Is task that what force it's called? Bat. Look oh, at the, it does say it that. Says yep. it on the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, "What the fuck is going on? This has escalated very quickly." Uh, <laughs> and then they they have um, security camera footage of Batman uh, tying people up like executioner style and kicking them off of a rooftop mm-hmm. so that's intense super um, fucked up yeah, yeah. i like, i do like how like now that there's this investigation into okay who is batman they immediately draw the line to this has to be someone with means yes because how else could it be anyone else well, <laughs> because she, like like she ho- figures that out yeah yeah but Which i mean is, like yeah. there was a couple people that say it right it's well, a lot it, of her going through her investigation. Um, they kind of—I don't want to gloss over everything. I like it's interesting. They f- she asked where the footage came from, and it was like a private citizen. She's like, oh, "Okay, yep, yeah, I sure, know where this sure. shit came from." Yeah. Very conveniently, <laughs> just pointed at this rooftop for no reason. And Got all it, the yeah. victims were criminals. Yeah. Um, which, but, which you mean makes if Batman's going to kill anybody, of course, it's going to be a criminal. But they were like pretty low level people that were connected to each other for any reason. So it's like, why these three people? Like, why now? You know, I liked right. how the one guy in charge immediate was like, yo, remember Gordon? Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he let this shit go on for way too fucking long. We're going to take this dude out. But yeah, right after this is when she starts looking into like, OK, how is this possible? They look into all the reports. How he's getting around the city, and she's yeah. Like, he just they, dashes motorcycles, motorcycles everywhere. everywhere. He's got which like makes steel more way more sense everywhere. than having multiple motorcycles. Like like having one motorcycle makes no sense. Yeah, because yeah. like like I can tell you from experience, sometimes you got to go somewhere on foot, and you get just like, oh, I have to go back and get my motorcycle now. It's like no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not very convenient. Only had my motorcycle to get to my motorcycle. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that, yeah, that way he always has a motorcycle anywhere. Cops are like seizing them. The page where she's going through all this is fucking incredible, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. With the giant bat. But like, mm-hmm. I like how she's breaking it down. Like, for like, it's like, all right, well, this person's doing all this vigilante justice. They're wealthy. 
but then they just murder three people on the top of a roof like that doesn't make any fucking sense like but there's what? also this thread of like this wessler uh company keeps getting like like batman will throw a guy through one of their buildings or like you know yeah. it's like so who would benefit from constantly fucking over the wesslers right and that's how she approaches it which yeah. is a, a very interesting angle. So we've got someone with incredible means, a ton of time on their hands, uh, and, some form and, of and, background in some kind of training or whatever, and might have a bone and, to pick with Wessler. Yeah. And then we get our... <laughs> oh, right. So the deal was every day Bruce has to either call or show up to Leslie's house. Uh, at like 6 a.m. At a. dawn. At yeah. dawn. After he's Batmaning it up or she's going to call the cops. <laughs> so we get so we get that scene and they obviously she confronts him about Batman killing someone and he's like, that wasn't fucking me. Listen, like, those that, that cape test did not work out. Those capes were defective. I don't know who sold them to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's pretty like, you know, obviously they didn't kill him and then he just, ba- we get the montage of him, what's used the term very loosely, investigating (laughs) Um, as he just goes around and smashes fucking skulls around town uh and i love basically got nowhere panel placement of like there's like a little red box over the injury with like an x-ray into the breaking bone Mm -hmm. i like that yeah the these fucking pages man he does such cool shit um when like explaining these montages um, God, this book has so much in it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this book is a lot. <laughs> then we have a little interlude with um with Ratcatcher, right? Oh my God, Ratcatcher is so sad. And Aww. basically, he's an actual Ratcatcher. Um, and he just has this fucking. They everyone just treats him like shit, and he's like, "Yeah, people, people, not rats or vermin." It's like, yeah, dude. You're on to something, bro. I don't. Di- I don't disagree. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. And he has a run-in with Batman too, right? And I, yeah, this is he the ends bad. Up helping this him. This is the. Yeah, he ends up helping him because he's like, "Look, I got, I got little eyes all over the city. They see everything. If I he's can, talking I can help to you out. Bruce Batman, mm-hmm. I don't think he's he talking is. to a yes. Batman." Yeah, because like the eye, they make a point to show the eye color, which is green. I don't know if they show Bruce's eyes at some point in this, but I don't know if they're a different color. I, I, I got the feeling he was talking to the other Batman. Um, yeah. Then we get these next two couple pages are Detective Detective Wong, right? Yes. yes. And Bruce both investigating. And trying to piece why these people, what the fuck's going on. I thought these were, they, (laughs) um. I love that Detective Wong is just, like, walking into, like, the Penguin's Lair and, like, Black Mask and just, like, interviewing these people. Just casually asking, yeah, like, the freaking who's who of, um, criminal, the criminal (laughs) underworld of Gotham. Yeah, it's so good. Um, she seems unfazed. I'm a big, big fan of this character so far. Yeah, I like her I like her. Yeah. And he's like, she doesn't know what's going on, but she knows some something's up with the money angle. Like, something doesn't fucking add up. And obviously, Bruce is trying to figure out who's killing these people. Like, he's got to catch them. And then, as he's doing that, um, Detective Wong 
shows up to talk to the talk to Bruce about Batman. I just I love how quickly she drew that line of like yeah. it's like how has no cop ever been able to put that together? Yeah. No oh, one... somebody who's infinitely rich and yeah. uh, built like that has that physique. You know, like how many how many rich, attractive, built billionaires? Yeah, uh, like this dude know? is built like a fucking diesel tank. Like, like, <laughs> like people don't walk around normal everyday life in that shape for no fucking reason. Like, yeah. I mean, name, some name rich single... people do. I mean, like, like he looks like a tank. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I'll bet if you know people in your life that look like that, you could list them on one hand. And right, if you live in true. a city like Gotham, and you there's just a couple billionaires and a bunch of eccentric characters, yeah, I feel like yeah, <laughs> I feel like you could put that together pretty easily. So I think something that's interesting. We I'm kind of flipping through this again. It's almost purposeful. You can't quite get a great look at Bruce Wayne's eye color, but I have a feeling Ratcatcher's definitely talking to Bad Batman. Bad Batman. Everywhere it is, it's definitely darker, <laughs> it's like shaded, but it, like they all seem like darker eyes, but he's he's talking to Bad Batman, and I'm gonna feel bad for Ratcatcher. Batman. It's not, I know. It's not gonna end well for him. <laughs> Batman. Bad Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is the plural to, yeah. of Batman? Is it Batmans? Is it Batman? Is it Batman? Uh, it's Batman. Batman, <laughs> Batman, it's Bat, Batman, or the plural of Batman is just Batman. Yeah, we got lots of Batman in the roof. It's a, mur- it's a murder of Batman. There it is. Ooh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I, I can't overstate how pretty this book is too. Just tall, like the, the splash well, pages that Sorrentino. Andrew Sorrentino, does. yeah, it's like so we. We talked about a lot of Sorrentino books on here, and they're just all phenomenal. Like, yeah. especially when he's doing Batman, it's just like perfect. He does some awesome stuff um, with these with these Batman books for sure. But I'm a and this, big fan this, of this the one. colors by Jordi Belair, obviously, just oh yeah, ties the whole thing together. Yeah, and I don't know, um, Matson Tomlin was that his name? Um, I'm not familiar with his writing, he's but the, he fucking uh, killed it. Screenwriter for the new Batman film. Oh, that shit, makes sense. Really? Yes, I, th- I thought that they felt very similar. He's so not a that makes writer. sense. If the new Batman's like this, I'm fucking in. Did you guys <laughs> catch that trailer? I no, haven't I didn't yet. watched it yet. I it purposely is... did not watch it because I I'm gonna see it a million that, times. Dude, I feel still... that way. I'm one of those people. It's like I'm gonna see that movie. I don't need to see a trailer. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm very. That's one thousand percent. I'm gonna movie. I'm gonna watch. So like, I'm good. Because yep. like that's one of those like I want to be. I want to get. I want to go in as cold as possible. Yeah, yeah. As, which is hard these days. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, it's I just be I, very difficult with a Batman. Yeah, it looks. When's that good. supposed to come out? I'm excited. Is there like a release date um, on that? March, I think. March. All right. Hopefully, they're still doing that HBO Max shit. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm going to a movie theater to see yeah, Batman. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So that'll be the only way I watch that movie. I will absolutely go to a movie theater. I've I've already watched worse movies than that Batman movie. Yeah, well, will that's be. your that's your thing. That's your one <laughs> that's, thing. That's my that's my yeah. risk. Yeah, I, 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 I I feel like coming from me, it almost sounds like extra bad. But I think I might be done with movie theaters at least for a while. Yeah, coming from you, that is that is devastating to hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, me and RJ are single-handedly keeping it alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad there's some of you out there. Good. Thanks, guys. That's what we're here for. 
All right, so that's uh, that's last week's comics. What's out this week? Books. Catwoman, Lonely City. Yay. I'm so excited. It's a Cliff Chang Catwoman book. Yeah, fucking fucking psyched. And there's a uh, the regular Catwoman books out too. That too, yes, but yeah, the Cliff Chang ones. That's been, been pretty good too. Hype. And Batman, 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 and Nightwing. Um, um Trial of Magneto. There's a new. Oh yeah, there's a new Reckless book, uh, Destroy All Monsters. Cannot wait. Book three. Of the Put that in my veins. Oh, Refrigerator Full of Heads? The sequel to Basket Full of Heads? I don't know how I feel Come about that. Already. <laughs> I don't know I'm how excited. I feel about that yet. Is I Joe Hill writing it? I don't, I don't know. It's, bas- it's a sequel to Basket Full of Heads. It's Refrigerator. That's yeah, fun. I'm just asking if Joe Hill's still writing it. That's all. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out next week. We could probably find <laughs> out now. But so anyway. You got new ice cream, man? Yeah. Ah, with with a variant cover by friend of the pod, Alex Ekman Long. Uh fucking psyched for that that dude. He is he's doing this a variant cover for this one and twenty eight. So uh All if right, you get a cool. chance, get get the cover B. Looks like TMNT. Death yep. of Doctor Strange. Nubian Amazons looks amazing. Yes. Yeah. Alright. Eat the Rich. Time before time. More black Manto. Oh shit. Uh, Gunslinger Spawn number one, oh, and God. King Spawn. Sean, you're gonna uh, have so many picks. Can't do it. No. It's gonna be so uh, funny when I do one of these. Uh, need a Need a Hawes Nightmare blog, uh, which is the creators Who? of uh, uh, Philadelphia, I believe. So that's fun. Oh, it doesn't look like Refrigerator Full Heads is Joe Hill. So I'm curious to see how that that goes. Let's see. Um, not all robots number three. I just caught up on one and two, and it is fucking excellent. So looks like Daredevil that. Halloween comic book extravaganza twenty twenty one number one. That could not be a more that is that is a word title salad. I've ever heard. If we do that, that that title would just be the whole podcast. I know. It's yeah. <laughs> the fucking what? Um, looks like oh maybe it looks like that's there's a whole bunch of it because now there's a Hawkeye one too. So there's like yeah, a, I think that's just like the Halloween free comic book day thing that my store doesn't do. So oh, that's what oh, that is. Comic fest. Yeah, I think. Well, that's yeah. unfortunate because I kind of want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm not reading that next week. Yes, not. Dude, we're gonna talk about Spawn and Batman next week. That's it. It's everything that's coming out. Stop that! You stop <laughs> that! <laughs> We've lost all our Spawn listeners a long time ago. Yeah, that's probably fine. That's yeah. since three hundred. They came weren't out, listening to us anyway. <laughs> or three hundred was announced. I think we lost them then. That was yeah. like eighty-two episodes. That ago. was like one of our first episodes. We were just, which is crazy because, like, I think they're only at like three twelve or some shit like that. No, they're at like three twenty something. But still breaking records <laughs> every month. So yeah, so that's uh, that's what's out this week. Tune in next week when they're from last week, and we'll talk about them here on this show <laughs> where we talk about last week's comics. Follow us on Twitters and the Instagrams at last week's comics, and join our Patreon. We got all kinds of cool Patreon exclusive content on there that has our voices all over it. So if you like what we do here, and you want us want to hear us talk about stuff that's maybe not comics, go check out what's on our patreon also uh join our discord uh you can talk to us there you can talk to the rest of the dueling genre listener community it's fun we have fun there on the discord so yeah um 
that's all. That's all there is for this week for us here at Tales from the Short Box. Uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.